0: Welcome to Level 33, a podcast that explores a path towards better living. My name is Kim, and I started this project as a way to share my journey towards wellness, self love, and purposeful living, and in hopes that it may inspire others along their respective journeys as well. Follow along as I share lessons learned and continue to curate ideas that support the harmonization of mind, body, and soul. Hi, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Level 33. Today, we are going to explore the five common love languages and how they aren't just for your relationships with others. I'll go over the rise of love literacy, the five love languages, and then chat about how this framework should be used for self love purposes. We live in an era of love literacy. We have information readily available at our fingertips. The internet has given us access to videos, audiobooks, podcasts, assessments, and recognized authorities in the love and relationship space. Key buzzwords in this space include attachment styles, codependency, triggers, inner child healing my favorite, and love languages. A quick search on social media sites such as TikTok or Instagram of love languages can render some really cool results. The availability of such information on social media platforms from various creators may represent how prevalent these ideas are in our society. People are talking about these topics. Human beings are relational creatures, and there is a move towards understanding the very dynamic that impacts all of us. And so it behooves you to take some time to understand your role, your patterns, and your intentions as they pertain to relationships of all sorts in your life. Unless, of course, your goal in life is to live alone in a van down by the river. Along with attachment styles, love languages is a common topic discussed whenever assessing a connection. I know amongst my friend groups, whether indirectly or directly, love languages is always a point of contention. This may sound like, my love language is quality time and I want to spend all my time with him, but his love language is words of affirmation. Or, I wish he would express his admiration more. After all, words of affirmation is my top love language. Or, I wish he would help me around the house more often. Or, I really love that when we are together, I have his undivided attention. He makes it a point to put away his phone. You see, all of these statements are connected to a love language in a love dialect. For those of you who may be unfamiliar with love languages, it is, at its core, a framework to speak and understand emotional love. The idea of love languages comes from the New York Times bestseller The Five Love Languages, The Secret to Love That Lasts by Gary Chapman, a marriage counselor. Chapman explains how humans all have emotional needs, and the top of those needs being the need for love and affection. In other words, the need to sense that we belong and are wanted. There are five love languages, words of affirmation, acts of service, quality time, physical touch, and gifts. The idea is we give others love in those five modalities so that they can understand and receive. Like if your love language is quality time, you really feel loved when your partner gives you their undivided attention when spending time with you. Or you feel really loved when they want to share an activity that you enjoy. Chapman then goes on to discuss the love tank theory. Under this theory, humans all have an emotional love tank waiting to be filled with love. And according to child psychologists, if a child's love tank is low, he or she will misbehave. In the realm of relationships, if your partner's love tank is low, this may manifest in ugly ways like a withdrawal of love, harsh words, misbehavior, and or criticalness. If maintaining emotional tanks can be likened to maintaining proper oil levels in a car, it would then make sense to ensure that such levels are always properly maintained. So how do you go about doing that? Well, by first identifying your own love language. How you best receive love, which is how you speak and understand emotional love. There are many ways to do this. Um, you can take a quiz online. You just Google five love languages quiz and um, you'll get your results. But at the end of the day, it requires at the very least some self-reflection. Love languages can be tied to so much more than present day love. It is deeply connected to our past, our patterns, and our trauma. Tell me your love language and I can probably guess your childhood wound. So we take the quiz, we get our results, and now we are equipped to ask our partners, our friends, essentially the outside world, how to love us. We have a list of wants and demands, and we're submitting it to others. And while I am all for advocating for our desires, I am also all about baseline love, foundational love, self-love. What if... While advocating for our needs, we also become radically accountable to ourselves. From discussions at brunch to bios on Bumble, it seems as if everyone has become love language literate. But what if while we ask the world to meet our needs, we make sure we're meeting them too? Say your love language is words of affirmation. Well, have you audited your internal dialogue? Do you speak kindly to yourself? Do you practice self-gratitude? Or say it's quality time. Do you carve out time to partake in activities that you find fulfilling? Have you even taken time to discover what these activities are? Yes, you should use love languages as a tool to help strengthen relationships with others. But it should also be used to strengthen your relationship to self if we look to and rely on others to fill our emotional tank, to give us the sense of feeling like we belong and feeling like we are wanted and worthy, we will always be at someone else's mercy. I say, fill your tank, maintain your tank, and then let others add to your tank. And with that, I hope this episode inspires you to become curious. Curious about your love language, your patterns, your history, your past. About how it can be used as a tool to strengthen existing relationships with others and with self. Perhaps you take the online quiz and the results hint at some things you may want to give to yourself. I hope you examine your love language and be brutally honest in asking yourself, if you're loving yourself in your primary love language. As always, thanks for joining me here at Level 33. If you enjoyed this topic, I implore you to read Gary Chapman's The Five Languages of Love, The Secret to Love That Lasts. Or, alternatively, explore the hashtag love languages on your preferred social media platform. A favorite content creator of mine is Eros underscore Miranda a relationship coach and attorney who creates creative content addressing love languages. They're really fun and informative videos. You can connect with me on Instagram at level underscore 33. And until next time, stay loving, stay curious.